Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Indian Rocks Beach or Indian Shores. Uh, still a little bit cloudy here, but beautiful day. Right after this, we're uh, doing our, our weekly webinar. So make sure if you missed out on being on our email list and getting that email to get on our webinar, we do a webinar every week that's private. Uh, today, is we're basically getting into what we call hormone secrets, what not to do. And so you need, you need to get on our email list for that. Uh, just go over to Stillman Wellness. There'll be a pop-up or you'll see at the top of the page, there'll be a, a form you can put in uh, your email address. That'll put you on our email list. We send out an email every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday night, Wednesday night. Basically, you get uh, the link to the private webinar, which is also available on our in our Fundamentals of Wellness Masterclass course. Uh, we literally update that every week with a brand new webinar. It's called Wellness Secrets. It's within there. So literally you're getting a new webinar every single week. You also get uh, eight mastermind coaching sessions a month, plus a daily accountability app so we can check on you and make sure you're doing what you need to do. And Because that's really the, the deal is compliance is the science, so to speak. So make sure you go over to stillmanwellness.com, get on our email list. So. Today, uh, are AI doctors smarter than real doctors? And um, there's there's Dr. Stillman. But this I thought would be a really good topic, um, especially for Dr. Stillman. Uh, I, I think, you know, I use AI a lot. Um, a lot of our clips are made with AI. Uh, I use AI to do research. I think it's great for going through lots of data the AI is only as good as the end user. I, I think there's value in uh, AI being able to process lots of data in a very quick period of time. But I think the most important thing, especially for this generation, I think the, the, the generation coming up is being groomed to have a virtual reality life, like a virtual reality girlfriend, a virtual reality. That, that's what they're grooming these kids for. These kids actually feel more comfortable. They would rather interact on their phone than in person. I watch these kids at restaurants. I saw a group of kids last night literally sitting there and texting each other through their phone, not having a conversation. All their heads were down. Uh, you know, I, I struggle with the phone as much as anyone, but I would rather go on a date. I'd rather have personal interaction than have interaction with a computer. And so that's where you know, for our generation, I would say people that are 30 plus, um, they want, they crave personal interaction. That's one of the reasons we created our mastermind coaching groups is so that people could have a place to come and, and get connected with like-minded people. And I think it's going to be to battle this AI, you're going to have to one, you're going to have to know how to use it because if you know how to use it, you're going to have an advantage. And two, you're going to have to really double down on building relationships and communities because that's really the only way to combat this stuff. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, doctor. How are you? I'm well, I agree with all that. I think the, uh, the way AI is being leveraged in healthcare right now, it's going to be very interesting. It's being, it's going to be leveraged to replace people where people are replaceable. And I think what's interesting is a couple people have approached me and said, well, if we could, if we had transcripts of your interviews with people, your appointments or chats or lives or whatever with people, mm -hmm. 
going through your thought process of how to figure out what's wrong with them, what's ailing them, what's the pro their problem is, we could create an AI chatbot that's basically AI Dr. Stillman. And I mm -hmm. think that's a very intriguing possibility. What I think mm -hmm. is interesting is that human beings have sensory abilities that cannot necessarily be learned by machines. So, you know, we call these our instincts, our, our gut feelings, our intuitions, right? And a lot of those are bunk, as in people think they know what's going on. They think they, their instincts are, are trustworthy. They think um, their, uh, their intuitions are correct, but they can also lead people grossly astray. So then, like looking at AI from that perspective, uh, there's going to be things it misses that really, really adept humans can pick up on. Uh, and there's going to be things that AI, uh, things that AI can learn and can't learn that humans can do. And what I think will be most challenging for AI to do is to, because for example, when I'm seeing a patient, I'm reading body language, I'm listening to tone of voice, I'm trying to tap into that sense of what, what is going on with this patient? What do I need to ask the next question? I don't know if AI will ever outshine people in that ability to kind of get a feeling or an intuition about what's going on in a case. But I do think AI will be able to read body language. AI will be able to interpret forms and data. AI will be able to um, read tests and spit out reports. Uh, and then the other thing that AI, I think, will struggle to do is actually get people to engage in behavior change because behavior change is so relational relationship based you know we talk about this all the time and it's part of why we have group mastermind programs if you're doing it for yourself you're unlikely to hold yourself accountable if you're doing it for a coach you're more likely to hold yourself accountable if you're doing it for a doctor you're more likely to hold yourself accountable if you integrate AI with this and you have AI that's helping doctors and coaches help you by detecting where you're falling through the cracks or where you're failing, so to speak, the test, that's a big win. If you enable AI to interact with people and gather data and then analyze that data, that's a win as well. So that's how AI will be helpful. I think that a lot of doctors sadly don't have the time with patients that they would like to do a good job. I remember that very keenly from my time in the hospital. One doctor said to me, if, if all I had to do was work with 10 patients in the hospital, I wouldn't need any of these subspecialists because this was an internist who had been doing this job for 20, 30 years. Well, he doesn't have 10 patients. He has 20 to 30. So he has to constantly consult subspecialists. And that's part of why doc patients feel that their doctor doesn't really get to know them. They farm out number of doctors who had different medications and different number of tests without ever really getting to know them and they don't really feel seen, heard, validated, cared for, understood in this system where they feel like they're just being treated like a number or a cog or a widget that's dysfunctional. And so if we can if if an AI can be integrated in that way, it would be great. Uh, but I think that a lot of people will will use it to just cull the healthcare workforce, which in some ways could be good because it could reduce costs to patients, but it will not fix the lack of empathy that's available in the system for people who need it. Well, the thing is too, is what are they trying to do? Are they trying to basically just accelerate the current broken system, which is treating symptoms? 
or are they actually going to use right. the data to get to root cause? And and the, the end, I guarantee you, the pharmaceutical industry is going to drive it so that you put in your data, you put in your blood work, you put in your lifestyle, and it prescribes you the appropriate drugs. And and that and that's what's going to be uh, the narrative, right? Um, so right. it's that's basically good, it's going it, it, it's going to accelerate more drug use. Uh, and instead of, you know, fixing root causes. And I mean, if it's, if the user has a good intentions and it's being used as an accountability tool, just like we use our, 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 our accountability app that we just rolled out because it's, it's impossible for me to, to, you know, to literally check on 30 people, 40 people, but the app checks on them for me. And then if somebody's sleep scores below a certain level, it sends a flag and then I can check on those people that are struggling, right? If it's used in that way, but if it's used to just look at your labs and then give you a statin and then give you a this or a proton pump inhibitor and a this and a that and a this and a that, then basically it just makes the, the current broken system even bigger and more people are going to end up living longer, wronger. Um, so it, it, That's right. it, it all depends on the people behind it. And of course, you know, the pharmaceutical industry does not want to give up its, uh, its multi- trillion dollar industry so the road to hell is paid by good intentions it is absolutely paid with good intentions it will be very interesting to see how ai disrupts the space because it could replace a lot of physicians or physician services that can be automated so radiology is a great area here right so you can use machine learning and ai to understand okay what is an abnormality on a chest x-ray? How do we articulate or write out in a report the, what the abnormality in the chest x-ray is? If as good as a radiologist, radiologists are making anywhere from half a million to a million dollars a year. So at least that's sort of diagnostic radiologists, interventional radiology is a different specialty where they're actually, you know, there's needles and wires and invasive procedures where we don't have the ability to have robots do that yet, right? But if you were just to uh, automate and farm out to AI all of the reads on radiology reports and maybe have radiologists overread or look at ones that the AI wasn't able to interpret, I mean, if AI could do that, can you imagine what would happen if millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars of salaried work disappeared? That would be incredible. And there could be huge cost savings to the consumer. And I'm confident that the cost savings will not be passed on to the consumer because Amer American medicine is cartelized, right? There's a big cartel of, of hospitals. So, you know, in a free market where people really are at liberty and there's a lot of economic freedom, somebody with this idea would say, great, I'm going to use AI to read all my, ra all my radiology reports. I'm going to overread them. I'm going to, if, if there's any kind of problem or, uh, or ambiguity in them, and I'm going to undercut all my competition in town, and I'm going to make, you know, a huge margin on what I still do because I don't have all these employees who are extremely expensive, right? And um, I don't know where else we will be able to do that in healthcare, but it's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to probably pharmacists who are doing interaction checking will be replaced. Pharmacists who are dispensing meds, a lot of that will be automated and mechanized. Um, I mean, the uh, interventional specialties will continue to be very, we can't automate those or, or farm those out to robots yet, as I mentioned, uh, but it's just a matter of time. 
Well, the, the scary, the real scary part is when you throw in the fact that they already have the ability to breed your brain with AI, with, with your thoughts, right? They've talked that about is. that where they, they, they've announced that, you know, in the next, they, they are, it's already public. So if it's public knowledge, they've been able to do it for a while. Usually they're way, you know, the technology they have behind the right. scenes is way beyond where we're at. And so right. we get into that, that Judge Dredd movie with Stallone where they, they read your mind and they, they start arresting you for crimes you haven't committed yet. And then well, that's so my new report in, with Tom Cruise. I don't think that's Judge Dredd with Sylvester That was Stallone. Judge Dredd with with uh, really? with uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Yes, they they arrested him for a crime in the future. Um, ah, so, okay. um, but that that goes. You go into your doctor, and your doctor starts asking and asking you questions, and the AI goes, "You're lying. You're lying. You're not telling the truth. You're lying. You're not telling the truth." That would be um, really handy for you, Jim. It it would, but it could also be very, very, very abused. Um, it could be know, abuse. So, um, it could also a big, really yeah, big time abuse. But you know what's yeah. going to happen is is basically the amount of content has already exploded um, in the space. That's going to be you know they're going to be able to duplicate. You know I can already you know you can put your social media into an AI and it will come up with content based on what you've already you can read. Your, you know it takes your book and it, it you know we've we've played around with this and it, it's it's crazy. So right. there's going to be an absolute, absolute just flooding of content onto the market. And that's where these personal interactions are so important. You have to separate yourself out by building relationships with people and being authentic. Um, and, and if you're out there, you, you need to learn how to use this stuff or you're going to be replaced, you know? Um, so you have to be able to learn how to how to use this stuff in a way that other people don't know how to do and then you have to create you know you have to basically create skills and build relationships and communities that can't be replaced by a computer so it's it's a very very we live in very interesting times well even mcdonald's right. said in the next year they're going to be able to broadcast advertising into your brain you heard that so, too where'd you hear that no that that's a that's a fact that's a that's a no, i know that's that a but downright, where did you hear about it? Where did you oh, hear all, it was it was all over all over the media and that means really? if mcdonald's is, is able to do it in the next year that means we they've been able to do it for 10 years right so i wouldn't doubt you know if not broadcasting if not longer than that broadcasting things into people's brains um you know that these are all things that um are almost sci-fi type but they're definitely, uh, they're definitely they're definitely becoming a part of our our reality. And I think it's uh, yeah. On that note, well, they're talking about putting chips in everybody too, so that they can I know read I know. your blood pressure, read all your vitals, you know, right? Uh, live, right? But I think that what's interesting about it is that with regards to like McDonald's and people who are thinking about beaming in, in information into our brains, right? It's very uh, it's part of why you and I and people like us are wary of electromagnetic radiations that are not uh, part of natural the natural um, environment of Earth, right? Because if someone's got the ability to reach you with a microwave or a radio wave that can change your thoughts, then they have influence over you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I love having meters in my life that I can use to detect electromagnetic radiations at different frequencies in the microwave and radio wave range. 
And that's part of why they've done such a tremendous job of convincing the public that these technologies are safe. And it's part of why we get hated by the algorithm. I've only ever had content pulled down that was about this topic. And I, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the hate that comes out when you raise concerns about this is truly astonishing because mm -hmm. it's totally irrational. You know, all I'm saying is these things may not be safe. These things may allow someone to backdoor into your brain and change your thoughts and change who you are. And until someone's proven that hypothesis to be false, you have to admit possible. And no one's going to prove that to be false because, look, McDonald's is coming out and saying that they can do it. So it's all about making sure that you're in touch with people like us who aren't willing to go along with the narrative to turn you into what Jim likes to call them complacent, compliant consumers, which means you got to be on our email list because we could be disappeared from social media like that. I've watched our analytics in the last month or so when Jim got put in Instagram jail. Uh, some of our posts, you know, I'm tagged in them. And it, my, my engagement. Sorry about that. Oh, Dr. Stillman is frozen. So, yeah, I got thrown in Instagram jail. And so I, I've quit tagging Dr. Stillman and things uh, to keep his, uh, his views higher because uh i'm a bad boy so um that being said you, you know one of the reasons they're going so hard on this technology thing is because they can once you're in the system 100 it's really the only way they can truly control you especially these younger kids that can't function without it you know if they turn it off and then they say the only way you can get back in the system is do by doing x y and z you know, 95% of the younger generation is going to say, I'll do whatever you asked to get me back in the system. Looks like we lost Dr. Stillman. So, it, you know, I try not to worry about this stuff too much. I just control what I can control. Um, I'm very mindful and aware of it. And I focus on being the best version of myself possible, continuously improving, continuously trying to help other people be self-aware. And uh, I try not to stress about it much, but I do, I am aware of it and I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I'm setting myself up so that I have the ability to be sustainable on my own without all these things if needed. And, and I think that's, that's the key is you don't want to become so reliant on this technology that you can't function without it. And so you have to have great awareness um, and, you know, of course, we work virtually, so we rely on this stuff, but I, I'm trying to use this tool, and it's a wonderful tool in this technology uh, to enhance my life, to set my life up in a way where I can create a life that is sustainable because I can live anywhere and I can I can put myself in an environment where um, I have control over this. Because here in the United States, you know, you, you, you basically they can shut you off at any point, depending on where you are. If you're in some of the more rural areas, you're going to be able to trade and bargain and barter and all those things. And, you know, places in Central and South America that are still half the people don't have a cell phone, half the people don't have electricity. If they do have electricity, it's one light bulb. And so it's a totally different, different culture. They aren't a slave to the system, so to speak, yet. But they're, they're doing their best to get as many people into the system as possible. So being aware and then, and then being healthy and uh, connected with yourself and nature as much as possible 
is uh is super important so get on our email list uh renita we really appreciate you commenting today good to see you you make a lot of great great points and one here is you know she's correct i think many many jobs will be gone due to ai i agree 100 and that's why it's important to um make yourself indispensable and being super smart knowing how to ask the right uh, use the ai ask the right questions and if you're a young person today plumbing carpentry welding you know all these things that require um, some skill that have a lot of flexibility these are these are things that are not going to be replaceable for a long long time so you want to get into something a skill a trade that would be a great way for you to uh keep your independence so to speak so thanks for tuning in thanks for the likes we really appreciate it um you know obviously what we have to say is not popular or mainstream so to speak so um thank you very much and we look forward to getting on the webinar here in about a half an hour if dr stillman can get his uh get his email or his internet connection sorted out and uh we will see you tomorrow go over to stillmanwellness.com and put in your information so we can get you on our email list so you can get in on those free webinars and also stay in touch with us just in case we go poof so have a wonderful day everyone make sure you get outside